The blind will see. In the name of Jesus, even my God and King, those of God who do not know what to do, you will give them that divine direction. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we give you all the praise. We exalt you. Thank you so much for what you have done today. In Jesus' name. Amen. I actually just want us to continue for one little point after that prayer. You know, he prayed about the man of God and the word that will come. I want us to pray for ourselves that when the word of God comes, it will take root in us. It will be productive. We will be obedient so that we will receive that that God has for us. Let's just lift up our voices for a minute. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your words which are spirit and life. Lord, I pray for myself that this morning as your word will come in power, O God, that I will not be distracted, but I will hear that word. I will receive that word. It will fall on the good soil of my heart, O God, and it will take root in my life. Lord Jesus, that word will produce fruit, O God. It will produce fruit of transformation. It will produce fruit that will remain. Heavenly Father, that your name may be glorified in my life. Thank you, King of Glory. Because we pray in Jesus' anointed name. Amen. I would like us to open this meeting with an uplifted right hand as we read from the book of Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwells therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. Who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully. He shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him. Who seek your face, O God of Jacob? Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. And be lifted up, ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. And be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord almighty. He is the King of glory. Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. 
They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving toward all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving toward all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen. Uh, opening hymn.
Thank you, Lord, for
thank you so much for your grace and mercy. We thank you for your honor. We thank you for the manifestation of your power. Mare dosipraka mombarodesh. Be thou exalted, O God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. Mandrosi paradidos benede. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Rabaro de supra kamane dobo sepa marade dorade. Thank you, thank you. Lift up your voice and worship me fully forever and ever. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name, Lord. We exalt you. We magnify the O God. We magnify the O God. We thank you. Thank you. It is the month of signs and wonders. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. We thank God for what God did on our mission trip. We thank God for the outstretch of arm. Let me first say this. Let's pray. You are going to pray. You are going to thank God for yourself as you lifted up prayers to heaven when we were away. And then you thank God for answering all the prayers you prayed. We went to a place called Ogbumosho. I won't give you the full report today, but on the last Sunday. But nevertheless, I will speak, you know, when I'm speaking, I may allude to some things. Ogbumosho is a city in Nigeria of the Yoruba people, among the towns of Yoruba people. I think you may probably not put on your, your, your amplifier there. I'm not hearing good voice, so go and sort it out. Now, it is... Um, it, by saying that, it's one of the seats and the, you know, the seats of Lucifer among the kingdom. Some of the things I will tell you will baffle you. But at the same time, I will let you know that Luciferianism is not, is not particular to Africa. We have it right in the United Kingdom. I think when I allude to it, I will help you to recognize places where we have been to in the UK. Never, whatever the case may be, God did extraordinary things in that crusade. And we went on the second day to the, to the evil forest. You know, evil forest, we have them in England. We have it, we call them woods in England. And a good number of you who are, you know... English, but you do not you do not know the history of England. I will provoke your heart in this service to go and study the history of the country where you are. If you claim a country, you must know the history of the country and the history of the religion in that country. We went there. This is a forest where, when people went there before 20, 24 years ago, when this man became king. 
evil spirit will appear and cane them. They will see them, not, not spirits, not, you know, of your mind. They will beat you out of that forest. They will chase every man out of that forest. So that forest is forbidden and no citizen except your called people go there. Am I talking to you? But let me tell you, in that forest today is the foundation of a church. Alright? Because when this king came over, a lot took place. Now you are going to thank God that you prayed for us when we were away. And you are going to thank God that God answered your cry. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Thank God for the church that prayed when we were away. And thank God for the manifestation that happened during this crusade. Lift up your voice and really praise the Lord from your heart. Father, we bless your name. We thank you. Thank God for those who were saved. Thank God for those who were healed. Thank God for those who were delivered. In Ogbomosho, Ogbomosho is for Jesus. Our God, our King, we bless your name. We bless your name, Lord Jesus. We exalt and magnify thee. Thank, thank God. Thank God for the king. This king is one of. I wish Nigeria would have many of them. Oh Lord God, blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. There's a song I want to sing before I share with you. Um, I'm sure that, well, Sister Mary, you are here. You, I mean, you guys know it too. Um, it is, In heaven you are the Lord, on earth you reign it forever.
Welcome someone in the name of the Lord and take your seats in the heavenly places. Something has happened to your mixing there. I don't know what. Reset, reset yourself back to the normal. And that's what you do. Just go reset and call back what it was. Amen. Put your hands together for the choir as they go to take their seats. This sound is not, I'm not satisfied with this sound. Make sure you get it right. I'm hearing some... We are welcome. <laughs> Amen. Not to be too loud, but I'm talking about your production. Maybe you need to come and... Dakin, this to... Because it will not be good for my broadcast if that is not got through. We traveled and left you probably about nine, nine days ago, I suppose, or ten days ago. The revival, the Lord has sounded the trumpet of revival in CFT. You will agree with me that... All your victory nights, I was not there, but God was there in mighty power because I was following you. And on Sunday too, I listened and the pastor gave summary of the week and then began to help you to understand that this is the month of signs and wonders. And you must not miss that. You must not miss the prophetic so that you would not miss from the manifestations. Now, can I just say this, that the man you saw, the king, that king, put it, put it back on, 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 on the screen, please. Did they send you photographs? Those of you who had a projector, did you receive photographs? Can I ask, can I confirm you received photographs? All right, give me the photograph of the, of the, of the, Forbidden Forest, we should have that if you did. Did you have the photograph of the Forbidden Forest? Put it there. Put, that's what I want you to put there. You know, Christianity is not gathering in church and going back home. However, Christians do gather in church. You are not a Christian because you attend Sunday service. For anyone to be a Christian and to be certain of life after death with Christ, you must first repent of your wicked ways. If there is no visible change in your life to the life you lived when you were in the world, you face a danger of dying and going to eternal hell. The theme of this convention is um, unquenchable fire. This is not the photograph. I wanted the forest, please. Just put the forest there. It's not about me and the king, but about that forest. 
the evil forest in Nigeria, in Ugumosho. All right, is that all what you have? Or is it a pity you didn't have it all? No problem, just leave that forest there. But you see, if you attend Christ with Tabernacle, if you obey what I teach you, you will do yourself too much good for eternity. No regret in eternal life. But if you don't listen to what I teach, or do the things I teach you from the scriptures, this world we are in now has got to the ebb of time. You know, we say end time, but this is ebb of time. In a, in a little tilt, the world is gone, and the Lord will come. A little tilt, just one more tilt, and the trumpet will sound. And those who are in Christ will vanish. But for you to be part of those who hear that trumpet, you must have repented of your sins and wicked ways, and also believe in Jesus. There are many people in the world today who go to churches, they believe in Jesus, but they do not repent. You cannot enter heaven if you did not repent. And repentance is very easy. Your previous life must be detestable to you if you have experienced repentance. The, the lifestyle of the world you will abhor, that you will hate. The world will not dictate your life. But the Spirit of God that lives in you. I'm saying this because I want to tell you some other secrets. If you are in the church of God, if you come to church, you know, the reason is because we believed you have been born again, or you want to be born again. Anybody who loves the world, and is not fed up of the world, shouldn't be in church at all. Just stay there. Stay there. Until what will compel you will hit you. Then you will look for God. Am I talking to you? But if you come to church, you must make sure that you have decided in your heart to follow Jesus. Which means you, want to sub, you will submit to God completely. If you do not, and you allow the things of the world to take control of your heart, then your salvation is questionable. Number two. Can I say that no one of us is perfect? No man. Anyhow, that is not a, is not a license for us to be godless. We are godly, but we are still sinners. But when a man is godly and you accept Jesus Christ, there are some things that you used to do, you will not be able to do them anymore. Am I talking to you now? Like a person who lives in adultery, sexual life, just sleep around and stuff. If after you are born again, you still are attracted to those things and you do them, the fact is that Satan deceived you. The trumpet will sound shortly. Really, let me tell you this. This world is about to enter another plague. I told you before, a plague that we have no remedy I warned you before, you know, I warned you when COVID will come, that month, that COVID is coming, that's a plague, rather. God said plague is coming this month into England. And 
During the COVID, God was, He extended His mercy even to the disobedience. But in this plague that is coming, any disobedient will not have mercy. I'm telling you. Because God wants to, He, he wants with COVID. But this one, He's judging. COVID is not judgment, it's just warning. But in this one, He's judging. You know, COVID, when people contracted COVID, they die. They don't suffer much, they just die. Maybe a few weeks or so, they die. But this one is not so. It was an affliction that will come. That affliction will only affect those who are not born of God. And that affliction will remain for a long time in pain. Because it's judgment. Such a pain that human beings will beg God to die. They will not die, then they will curse God. But the one who God will use to do it is the devil. Because that plague will affect people who have the articles of Satan in their hands. If you have, you know, the things of the world in your hand, all these things came from a spirit. You know, people, when you tell them that, oh, nose ring is not good for a, a Christian, or ankle chain is not good for a Christian, this is not good, and they say, show me the Bible, they will see it. They won't ask for it. They will see it. Am I talking to you? When you are warned about sin, and you are saying, show me where it's written in the Bible, I will show you where you belong to. It's Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 to verse 4. That's where that person belongs. Because God will not answer you when you ask that question. Am I talking to you? Do you know something? You know, when we're in university... Our lecturer just tell us all manners of garbage. We don't ask him where you get it from. Because you will get your answer. If you confront your lecturer and be asking him that, show me, prove to me. He will say to you, I will prove it when you do your exam. Uh, certainly you will prove it. He will give you, you will be too intelligent, but he will give you what you deserve. By questioning his authority. Am I talking to you? Similarly, if you have a boss and you question him like that, he will just say, okay. When time comes for recommendation, then he will show you that, um, you know, he has some power delegated to him. He determines how far you go in life. And he will surely use it. So, are people who ask God, what, why, show me. Look at it. Give me Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 1, please. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins. Yes, in which you used to live. When you followed what? When you followed what? Beyonce. Beyonce they call? Or Beyonce? When Beyonce came with uh, a culture and you took it. Beyonce was initiated. She told you in a town near to Oshubu. Obumosho. It Oshubu it was, she was initiated. And she said it. She said in her videos. You know that long hair they put? She brought it from the sea. I told my, brother, my son when we were coming down that, you see, we, I just come from Africa. Every village in Africa, you have those people who, they, suddenly the fashion just went like wildfire. Do you think that it is normal? Beyonce said it. He said, I went under the water. I drank the blood and the bread. And in America now, they have Church of Beyonce. 
Yes. Google it. What I'm telling you. Church of Beyonce. Google it. We had the worship her as a goddess. Ogbomosho and Oshogbo, they are very close. Oshogbo is where she had been made a goddess. That goddess comes from my plan. That's why I can tell you. You know that if I was not a Christian, if not for the mercy of God, I would have been custodian of Yoruba gods by the virtue of my father. But thank God, look at it. You see the first, the first one you saw up in the front, that is the goddess of Yoruba people. The next one you see is Beyonce. Or Beyonce, or whatever they call her. Am I talking to you? So, can you think that somebody who was initiated into Yeye Oshun, they call it, Oshun Oshubu, she is now the Yeye. The priestess of that Oshun now is a British white woman. She left Britain many years ago to seek this idol, and she became the head of Yoruba Oshun goddess, and then initiated this woman. Am I talking to you? So take that away for me. Because I want to show you, I told you when I come back, I will show you the secrets to the heart of God. Why did God choose Abraham? If you know why, and you can follow that, then you are a choice of God. Come on now. This world is filled with Satan. Satan has unleashed hell upon the face of the earth. And they work by ideologies to convince the heart of Christians they are the first target and convert them into Luciferianism, not by not going to church, but by the way they appear. That is their God. You see, people who are so worldly minded, there is nothing God is saying that will enter their head. No, 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 no. You speak in church. They go out of the church and do whatever they like. When this plague comes, it shall not spare anybody. I'm warning you as I warned you before. Can I say something to you? Pastor said mercy, which is the right thing. But there's a time that God has no mercy. Am I telling you? In the COVID time, he had mercy. Because we prayed and God had mercy on people who are not committed to God. But in this plague that is coming upon the face of the earth, no mercy. Everybody that will be afflicted will go through the affliction for the season that is determined by the Father in heaven. With excruciating pain and crying. And no no doctor under heaven will kill that. You remember I told you this one. God said that we will we will get COVID result uh, uh, medicine by October, and it was so. And by December they ruled it out. It was so. So I'm saying this to warn everybody who believe that Jesus is your Lord. If you believe that Jesus is your Lord, then I will give you something. This one says. The wicked ways in which you used to live, when you follow the ways of this world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. You must not be a disobedient before God. So that you will not be caught in the wrath of God that is coming. Then before the rapture. Am I talking to you? Can you look at, if you look at the next verse... It tells you, defines that way of the world and disobedience as 
All of us lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. In other words, before we are born again, whatever, I, whatever comes to my thought, that's what I do. I owe myself, I owe my body, it's nobody's business. So I can put, I can perforate my nose, perforate my tongue, perforate my belly button, mutilate the whole of my body because I'm listening to a commanding officer whose name is Lucifer. I can try to become like what is not, to look abnormal because I'm listening to the instruction of demons of hell sent by Lucifer. So the way I look does not really appeal to me. And I want you, my young men, don't go to a woman that is not born again and filled with the Spirit of God for relationship at all as to talk about marriage. Don't marry a woman whose uh, beauty is is imposed, artificial. Because when you get home, she will not sleep with those beauty and she will strip off all these additions that she has. Then you will know that you have married an ugly woman. So that you will not fall a victim of sexual immorality. I'm talking to you. A woman should be modest in dressing and appearance. But when you see a woman that looks ferocious and looks you know, strange and funny, if you go ahead and marry, you will find out when you get home and she's stripped off that what you thought is not what you married. You know what kept my marriage up till this time? Mama, the way I saw her is what she was. So there's no woman that can do anything because I might have natural beauty. Am I talking to you? So you, my young men, don't be deceived by a flattened woman. It's in the scripture. And you, my young women, don't be deceived by a man who behaves like a cowboy. Am I talking to you? By their fruit. And the fruit comes from their seed. The fruit is determined by the seed, and the seed is determined by the planter. When you see a fruit, you can know who planted the seed. If God planted a seed, their heart will be for God all the time. They will love to pray all the time. They will not miss anything all the time. Anything the Bible says, they will do all the time. No question, but God says, that's it. Then you know that the planter of that seed is Christ. But when you have questions like what, 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 why, why, you better pick race. Run for your life. I just said to them in New Cross now. You know what kept my marriage going? I didn't marry a goat. Goat is a symbol of Lucifer. Am I talking to you? I didn't marry the daughter of Satan. So I cannot have Lucifer as my father-in-law. Ever, ever, ever. Listen to your parents, those who are young among you. Because your parents have lived enough life to see mistakes and recompense of mistakes. They have lived enough, a long life, to see some things that seem good, but the end of it is regret. So we, we who are older have more regrets than you who are younger. Come on now, this is not disputable. This, if anybody is intellectual, that's what you will know. Am I talking to you? So that you will not regret like they regret. Parents don't want their children to follow the way they followed when they did mistakes. They want you to follow the way that they follow when they are doing right. Am I talking to you? And the reason is because, is this. So that when you grow to the age where they grow, the, the regret they have, you won't have it. Am I talking to you? 
not, none of that profit them anything because the parents will die. My father this year, they calculated it for me in New Cross. My father was born 1906. And they said in New Cross that this year he will have been 117 years. If my father was 117 years this year and he died, of what value is it? The 117 years and the time he died at 79, it's just small. To eternity that you will live when you go out of this shell body. And what you do in God, who you obey when you are in the flesh, determine who you will first see when you die. You won't see Apostle Williams, and Apostle Williams will not see you. The word I'm speaking to you is the same word with God, with which God will judge me. What about if I think I will, I'm going to live 90 something years and I die tomorrow? What about you too? Come on now. Whoever you obey when you are in the world is the first man you will see when you die, not the church you came. Am I talking to you? The one who rules your heart when you are on earth is your God. If the world you rules your heart, then the scripture tells you that Satan is the one gratifying the cravings of sinful nature and following his desires and thoughts. And it always leads to regrets, 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 regrets. Save yourself from this deception of the devil. Break your yoke, the yoke of your neck of the devil. You come to church because you want to serve God. Come on now, then obey God only. Romans chapter 12, very quickly, verse 1. You see, it says, verse 1, 12, 1. Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy. In other words, for God's mercy to prevail, to be available to you, offer your bodies as living sacrifice, not mutilated sacrifice. Your body is holy. You know, Apostle, you are, you, those of you who have known me, at least some of you have known me for a long time, some now, whatever years maybe. But you, you can imagine, I just came from the crusade in, uh, in Oshogo, and I just said, yes, Lord, and I, uh, mm-hmm, say after me, good for me, good for me, hi, 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 hi. Sanai Dara said, the Spirit of God told me, ten people here, a thousand pounds, ten, 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 one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Run out. And two people ran out. And I said, by the way, if you have five hundred, one, two, three, four, the God who gave them one thousand changed his mind to five hundred. One, two, three, four, five. You want a miracle? This is month of signs and wonders. I say, you will, I will give you a prophecy now. And you run, 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 run. And I've told the usher, all the money you collect, put it in a nylon bag when I'm going out. It's his mine. Because the laborer demands his wage. My colleagues do that. Are you with me now? But they cannot see what I see. They cannot tell you the date or the month that interest rate will increase as I told you. They cannot want you to fix your mortgage. They cannot see what heaven is saying. They cannot describe to us how the gates of gold looks like. 
all the streets of gold and the pearly gates of heaven. They cannot describe who Jesus is. They, they have not seen him. He, he cannot appear to them. They have not held his hand and walked together with him. It's taboo to them. They are messengers of God that have, they have no relationship with. I would have done that. I would have done that. But it is my choice not to do anything that would disgrace my God. It is my choice not to compromise my faith even if I don't have food to eat. I have hand to walk. I have head to read. I'm going to get a job. Am I talking to you? Don't let the devil deceive you. Offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Look at the next verse. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then and then you will be able to what? Test and approve what God's will is. Not passion of your flesh. Not passion of your soul. Not the way you want it. The world is not you. Are you not saying how much what, your, your ratio in the whole world? Billions of people. Can you not see the expanse that God created and all animals that God created? And we are this, we're one of the smallest of what he created. And yet God desires pleasure to receive us to himself. Come on now. You want to hear God? Then offer your body's living sacrifice. You want to, you want to know what God's will is? Offer your body living sacrifice. Age is not a barrier. At whatever age... Which is proven in this church. You see children who are, you know, speaking in tongues and praying and prophesying in this church. You have children who are seeing visions. Some of them have seen things by God and they told me and the things were correct. About my own life. About my plan. Children in this church. So all you children should do the same. Come on now. You cannot prove God if you don't believe in God. Am I talking to you? Your Christianity should not be hanging on catenary. Your Christianity in CFT church should be real. Because the one God sent over you, I'm real. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, Apostle Williams, that's what you get. What you get is what you whatever I call it. Am I talking to you? I don't, I don't finish preaching among you and my bodyguards surround me and I'm going with them. I'm pushing everybody away from the road so that I'm the king of lepers. Am I talking to you? A shepherd that cannot touch his flock, embrace his flock, move among his flock, is a wolf, not a shepherd. And none of them enter heaven. I'm telling you. None of them enter. A shepherd that spared the truth on earth can never live with the truth in death. Impossible. It is impossible. And you understand me that even while they are on earth, they know nothing. Now, let me now give you five more minutes. The crusade we went to in the Bumo show. Did you know how? Did you remember how it came about? All right. August last year, I was preaching among you. And the Spirit of God came upon me and I was moving down the steps there. And as I was moving down the steps, the Lord opened my eyes and I saw a vision. And in that vision, it's within the calendar of Great Britain. And I said, can you not see this that God is showing here? You remember? Because I thought everybody was seeing it. It looked so real. It looked so, so, you know, open. And I said to you, next week, this 
is what God says. By next week, Lystros will win. But the moment she's planted, she's uprooted. That looks strange and impossible. Britain had never appointed a prime minister in life for a month or two. A party who does that should have had it in their understanding that it will be their downfall. Because if a party puts in the prime minister and removes it, common sense tells you that people will lose confidence in you because you just remove one and you put another one and remove them. You should know by common sense, not education now. If you put education, even you should be very, very low. That you lost everything in the country. But yet, intelligent men did it because God said, they are plotting it. You know, prophecy talk about the plan of God and the plot of man. Am I talking to you? The plan of God and the plot of man. And you must be able to discern between the plan of God and the plot of man. I was in Nigeria now on the day that they installed their, prime, their, ne- their new president. And some people, some Christians were fighting with ministers who said, Obi will win. Obi will win. And then I said, are you, are you people dogmatic? Are you, is it dogmatic? Whether dogmatic or charismatic? Whatever the case may be. God said through your ministers that he will win. He won. I mean, it's not a secret. But to win does not mean to rule. A person that's spiritual will understand. He won. As the minister said or the prophet said. But he didn't rule. Because to rule is the choice of man. Understand prophetic. God said that day, they will remove Lystros. Within, at the moment they plant, they, plant, they remove. And then God said other things about this year, month of August and month of October. Did you remember? Come on now, church. Hey, 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 hey. I have to, Elder chance send the prophecy to everybody. Again. And then, God now said to the king, I will do crusade in your palace. You know, when the king was sitting down here, he doesn't look like a Christian. Because he had all these treasures of kingship. And many people always think that any king of Africa must be from Bamunda. <laughs> the king of Bamunda. Bamunda. Zumunda. <laughs> the king of Zumunda. You think that they are voodoo priests. They have to do with voodoo. But not so. God has children that have penetrated the highest places. Hallelujah. And the king was sitting there. And God said, I shall have in his, his palace. Little did we know that since the king was ordained or appointed, he vowed to the Lord every year that I remember my, my, uh, my ordination, it will be crusade. And he started crusade in that palace. When they would make him king, he told them, all your rituals don't bring it to me. They went to invoke, invoke their gods. Their gods said that, you better make him king, he is the one. When the idols said that he is the king, and the king refused idol, is that not conflict? Not only conflict of interest, it's conflict of uninterest too. <laughs> Am I talking to you? So, and the head of the court told the king, you will not, he said, Dost yet me, you will not spend two years. When we were there, the head of the court did not see the second year. Because with his mouth, he spoke it. Hallelujah, somebody. The king told us some mysteries. If you want to hear more, don't miss last Sunday. Am I talking to you? 
They'll miss last Sunday. But this I will tell you, because it's good for you to understand. We entered his palace. When you enter his palace, you see his throne here. But anciently, the throne had been on the right. Alright? So that all the servants or the chiefs will, start, will sit like this and he is on the head table. And he sat on the throne after all these occult people promised him death. So he's, because he will not accept all their rituals, he said, I'm a Christian. And that's it. I only worship one God and it's Christ. So they said, we'll see how far you go. All of them gone together. So as he sat in that place for some time, God said, change the throne. Oh, the king called everybody, change the throne. Every night they had vigil. Alright? So, they removed the throne and began to break it. God said, dig it down. And they were digging concrete. Concrete. And when they got to the middle of concrete, they found a living rat. A rat that is alive. Inside concrete. You know, concrete, they've concreted it for several, several years. And in the midst of concrete, they broke the concrete and saw a rat with a nest sitting down there alive. They caught it and killed it, and they continued to dig the concrete down until they got to another level. They saw all manners of this nonsense, gymnastics and gymbos and stuff. Voodoo and um, voodoo and whatever they call it. They cleared everything and then until they dug to the ground. They removed the throne completely. They now concreted it to seal it up. Okay? Having concreted it, they continued their prayer. And he sat on his throne one afternoon and he saw liquid coming out from the midst of dry concrete. Concrete is what we call in England, ballast. It is a mixture of gravels and hard cements. And at the, uh, after the cement, after that, we will now screen it with just sand and cement. And suddenly, from the concrete, a liquid was coming out. And he stood up, curious, Lord, what is this? The, blood, the Lord said, look at it very well. This is fresh human blood. Blood coming out from the concrete. He went there, and the God's people tested it. It was fresh blood. And the Lord said, change your... He said, because you have been praying that the Lord will kill the beast under the, under the rock. Because the Holy Ghost said to them, change your prayer to God, the beast under this ground, we kill it in the name of Jesus. And so the beast is dead, so he's giving the blood. And the blood continued to flow for 14 days. As it was flowing, they were cleaning it. It was flowing, they were cleaning it. That is the throne where the man sits. I'm just saying this for you to understand. Why did God send apostles to that place? And why did God raise that king in that place? You know, when he was telling me about his uh, ordeal, that's on this trip, that was uh, on the second day or wherever, uh, or, the four, or, or the fourth day. So when he was telling me about the ordeal, you know, it looks too strange to me. Of course, in England you will say that it's strange, isn't it? Come on now, isn't it? We don't have such in England, do we? Yeah, I need to, I need to take you through the, the history of this church. We have worse in England. I went to do crusade in Holyhead. If you don't know Holyhead, you should be excommunicated from United Kingdom. <laughs> Holyhead is in Wales. That was the place where God healed a woman that was born without womb. And she got pregnant, she got married, she got pregnant. 
from this story, when then the woman was there who God brought out by word of knowledge, she had no womb and registered handicap because of that. And the Lord, I prayed with her and she got womb, a white lady. And um, the doctors, she went to the doctor two weeks after, and the doctor said that you have a womb ready for conception. How did you get it? And she said, an African pastor came and prayed for me. <laughs> and I got it. <laughs> so, in Holyhead, this is the news. You know, you have stone around Holyhead because it's the city of Druids. Of course, you know what, who Druids are. If you don't know it, you are not an English. All right, let's go on. Yeah, if you don't know who Druids are, I, I wonder why you should be, you should be called a, an English. So whatever the case may be. A king came and destroyed all the stones in England, in, in Holyhead. And by the following morning, they threw the stones into, this, into the sea. The following morning, the stones reappeared. Yes, in England. Because it's the city of Druids. They worship stones, like in Stonehenge. If you blow Stonehenge up, you'll be shocked that shortly after, the stones will come back again. In England. Do you think it's a joke when people go to Stonehenge? Satanists go to Stonehenge? No, it's not a joke, man. It's not a joke. And so we went to that place and dealt with the spirits. Similarly, we had a place called Worthing. The churches came to invite us, Christ with Tabernacle. That the witches go to Worthing, there's a tree in Worthing, like that tree that you were seeing. In the, in the picture, and the witches will come into the tree every year, they will do all their rituals in Worthing, and then they will all get possessed and they will run nakedly to the sea from that place. And what happened next in the whole region is terrible when they do that. So the churches in Worthing came to call Apostle Alfred Williams to come. We went there and dealt with those spirits. I cursed that tree. And that tree died. That they have their meeting. From the day we went there, witches could not hold meeting there anymore. Then we went to Chantabury Rings. It's owned by the Goring family, by Warden. And they told us that in Chantabury Ring, which is a mountain, that birds don't fly there, but Luciferians go there on annual basis to hold their meeting. And when they finish their meeting, forget it. You know, you have a lot of suicide in the area. You have a lot of young people killing themselves. Like all this stuff you are seeing in England, that young ones are stabbing themselves. They come from Luciferians and witches. Am I talking to you? When we climbed that mountain, because only the, the Luciferians, you go there. We went there, in England. So I'm saying this because when we talk of African voodoo, oh, it's how oh, it's in Africa. No, in England... You have more than African voodoo. England is the kingpin. We went there and chased out every demon there. From that day, no Luciferian come again. The witches went to put blood in an Anglican church at Bude. This is Conwell, Conwell, Devonshire Conwell. After Barnstable, you get to Bude. And they came physically, they didn't come spiritually. English witches don't fly alone. They physically come. And they put blood in the gate. 
the door of the church. And all parishioners ran away. For six months they could not hold meeting in that church. And somebody heard about us and came and told me. I called you members then. I said, come on, let's go and have a fun. The witches put blood in front of a church. It's an Anglican church in, 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 a, in a build. We are going there too to put blood on their, in their own coven. I asked the guys who came to me, do you know their coven too? He said, yes. Then, then if they had the guts to come physically and put blood there, we too would go and put blood in their coven. By the blood of Jesus. So we went. 30 of us roundabout members followed me. JTA, that is their job. All the JTA followed. So you guys follow me to come and see the uselessity of the devil. <laughs> Nonsensity of Satan. I mean. When we got there, they expected me. You know, they belong to this, some of the pastors belong to this global intercessors. And they have all manners of theories. I don't know where they got it from. Before you do something, you do this, you do that. You do. I don't care. As far as I'm concerned, the only theory that I received is from Jesus. It's written in the Bible and the apostles. And we, we don't do anything apart from how they did it there. I told them, when they got there, they were praying, going to be praying. I said, keep your tongue. Where is the blood? Take me there. They took us to the blood. And I just took the blood. I opened that church. And I said, everybody come in. Come in. Yeah, come in. Come in. Come in. They said, like that? I said, like that. Like that. Because Paul said, all the gyms, all the stuff that they do in darkness is nothing. If they call a place a shrine, and you are sons of God, the moment you step in, every demon will run. Even before you get there, the demons will take on their heels when they see the blood of Jesus. You don't need to pray over it. You can only dedicate that ground for the Lord. Am I talking to you? We enter the place. I said, for your own comfort, bring water. They brought water, I washed it. Woe is me if I pray over the door that Satan put blood. I'm so it means I am senseless. Because that blood means nothing. That's what the Bible calls it. Isaiah 44 verse 9. He, say, he says, those who worship idols are blind. Give it to me. All who worship idols are nothing. And the things they treasure are worthless. Those who will speak for them are blind. They are ignorant to their own shame. How can I call what God said is nothing? Something. Now they put something on the ground and say, that is the ground you should put your mouth and sleep. You know, they said that if you, if you step on it, you will die. Put your mat there and use that place they put the mark to be your pillow. So that they will know it's nothing. It, that's why I started telling you about, if you, if you are born again, make sure you are really born again. Make sure you are really born again. Don't just go to church. Make sure you serve the God of the church. And follow him. After we finished that, I watched it for them. I said, so now we pray in the church. We prayed so that they can have confidence because they, they haven't got the knowledge of faith, you know. So, after doing that, I said, now take me to the witches in, in this city. All their covens. I've told them to, to get me the address. So we went to, they followed me. I said, okay, now you put your hand on the gates. I held the main gate and I said, when I say one to go, you just start to say the blood of Jesus. Seven times you move. All right, everybody. One to go, the blood of Jesus. <clears throat> the blood of Jesus. Maybe they are expecting the gate will fall. But I'm not talking about falling of gate. I'm removing the spirit of witchcraft in that place. So that if any witch come there again, they will run. Some people among them looked out. 
When we finished the blood of Jesus, and I said, let's go, the next place, the blood of Jesus. And I prophesied over years. That I shut down the activities of Satan in this place in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's all. We move, we move, we move, we move. Let me tell you, in six months, all the coven closed down. In build. Not only that, churches are buying them as a as the time that we were told. All the coven closed down. You don't know the power you carry if you are a child of the living God. Okay? So I entreat you in the name of Jesus. Don't follow the ways of this world. Don't do yourself harm. But do yourself good. So I have how many minutes to preach to you? Ten minutes. Yes. I will introduce the message. Why did God promise Abraham the father of faith? Why? And why did God fulfill the promise? And if you know that why, you will recognize all these things I've told you is based on that. Look at the book of Hebrews chapter 6, verse 13 to 15. Write it down. Hebrews 6, 13 to 15. When God made his promise to Abraham, since there was no one greater than him to swear by, he swore by himself, saying, I will surely bless you and give you many descendants. And so, after waiting patiently, Abraham received what was promised. There are two great information in this scripture. The first thing is this. God promised Abraham... Alright? And the second thing is that Abraham waited patiently. Amen? Yes? Come on, yes? Okay, we'll talk now. It seems... I'm just coming from Nigeria. It seems as if this, your hall is getting too cold for me. You know, maybe I'll take some of you and we'll go, we'll go for a holiday there. And you are having heat wave this, this week, they said. They said... Heat wave. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You call ordinary 22 degrees a heat wave. <laughs> God forgive you. <laughs> Follow me to Africa. <laughs> I will take you to a place called Guzao in Nigeria. Where when you put, if you want to boil egg, you just dig a hole in the sand, put the egg there, and it will cook it. You see the lizard there. When they are walking, they do they are like this. <laughs> Thank God in England for heat wave. It's giving you a little piece of Africa. So we understand that God made promise, and also Abraham waited patiently. But beyond that, the second lesson is that God saw an oath. God so an oath. A promise you make, you can revoke. But when you make a promise with an oath, it's irrevocable. Am I talking to you? Those of you who studied law remember that um, in um, probate law, somebody promised to give a wristwatch to his son, and then it's written in the will. And then suddenly he, he had not given the, 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 the uh, wristwatch, but he now gave it to somebody else. And the son said that, you know, you promised me the wristwatch. 
and uh, the end of the case is that uh, yeah, he's, 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 the owner of the wristwatch promised you he can change his mind. But if he had promised you with an oath, signed and sealed deed, it's irrevocable. So God, God's promises are signed by God in an oath in his name. So all the promises of God are irrevocable. I'm talking to you. God didn't just stay with Mark. After speaking to Abraham, he now, look, how can I make Abraham just to be sure? He swore an oath, sealed it, and delivered it. So that is irrevocable. Now, I, in this meeting, I must read this to you. At least you go home with that. Okay? But why did God swear an oath to Abraham? Yes, everybody will say faith. But if we look at the scriptures, yes, it's faith. Look at the book of Genesis 22, verse 17 to 18. So, what do you get in the first thing I told you? All the promises of God are based on oath. They are signed on an oath by God. So they are irrevocable to Christians. It says in that scripture, Genesis 22:17, I will surely bless you, God said to Abraham, and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possessions of the cities of their enemies and through your offspring all nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed me. Did you see that in the scripture? Come on now, do you see that? Do you want a person to preach for another one hour probably? Just ten minutes let me your concentration and we will stop. Now I'm going to be asking you questions in these ten minutes. If you don't answer the question, then I know that I need more explanation, so it will go to about 10 other minutes, and then in another 10 minutes, because in Israel, they were worshiping God for seven hours, and then the whole seven hours, they prayed. Now, that's a joke. Thank God for that thing. Is going to... <laughs> yes, that's tranquility. Thank you. Did you see what that scripture says? The reason why God promised him because he obeyed God. That's the key. When we walk with the Lord. Yes, let's sing it. When we walk with the Lord In the light of his word What a glory He shares on our way When we do his promise to Abraham because Abraham obeyed. Not because he was perfect man. You and I aren't perfect. We aren't perfect. But because we obey God, that's why God is favorable to us. And to obey God is easy. 
He created the body. That's what I was telling you from the beginning. He created your spirit. Your spirit, your soul, and body belongs to Him. Worship God in your spirit, in your body, in your soul. The path of God is without regrets. Any other path. (laughs) It says here, look at where did Abraham obey God? Genesis chapter 12. I will read verse 1 to 4, and that's where we close. You see, God made covenants with him. He signed this, the deed and with an oath. Why? He said, the Lord has said to Abraham, leave your country, your people, and your father's household and go to the land. I will show you. I told you in this church, principle of learning, when you read anything, always read within the lines. So that you'll understand. If it says, the Lord has said to Abraham, which means the past tense. He has already said something to him. Not now, but before he has said. If you miss that understanding, you can never understand the rest of it. It will be wrong application of the word. This is what gives back to erroneous teaching of ministry. Pick one word and then, you know, not understanding it. Leave your country was instruction. Your people are your father's household and go to the land. I will show you. That was the instruction. Look at verse 4. Shall we read it together? So. Excuse me. Did he obey or not? Come on now, did he obey or not? That is why God promised him. Did you see that? Okay. I think there's a scripture too that you mustn't forget. Look at it. So, why am I telling you this? But are you Abraham? Look at Galatians chapter 3 verse 6. Galatians 3 6. You will see yourself and myself there. Shall we read it together? Consider Abraham. He believed God. Excuse me. Did you believe God? That's why we are righteousness of God. Not because we don't make mistakes. Not because we are perfect. That's why I can accommodate you. And you can accommodate. But we are not rebellious against the world. Our imperfection does not mean rebellion, rebellion against God. We make mistakes. But a rebellious person is a person who decides desperately to disregard the truth. We don't do that when you are born again. So, which means this is coming close to us. Look at the next verse. Shall we read it together, please? Verse 7. Understand then that those who believe... Whose children are you? Whose children are you? Whose children are you? Because? 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 That's it. Because I believe. Because I believe. I am a child of Abraham. Because I believe. Listen to me. What is the meaning of believe? In this context, it means 
accepting that something is true without proof. That's the English meaning of believe in this country. We follow God. That is true. Not because God proved himself. No, 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 no. We don't, we, don't, we don't ask God to prove himself. He's already proved. And he is God. Am I talking to you? That's the reason why we don't ask God why, why for everything. Because what a tiny brain you have. <laughs> your professors, you cannot ask them because they know too much than you. And your professors now cannot talk to God like that. Can you imagine the tiny little bread of an ant? It's like an ant asking you, you know, why, why, why do you cook your food? Uh, why are you standing? Why do you cook your food before you eat it? A liar comes to you and says that, but you are a human being, why are you cooking your food? I mean, you eat it raw. Why? A vulture asking you, why don't you eat decayed food? You eat decayed food with my God to want to prove. That person will find himself in the grave. So believe is accepting the facts that God said that is true without expecting a proof. That's belief. And that's the kind of faith that God wants us to have. And so I say this to you. What is unbelief then? Unbelief is absence of faith. We'll look at all this next Sunday. And it's different from doubt. Doubt is a feeling of uncertainty or lack of conviction. That is doubt. Doubt is different from unbelief. But for t- today, you want to go home with belief. Abraham believed God. That's what that man did. And God said, you are a righteous man. He made mistake, but he believed God. What God said to him to do, that's what he did. You know, the benefit of that, if you believe God, read that chapter 12 from verse 2 and verse 3, and you see the benefits. We'll explore this very, very deeply by next week. God said to those who believe him, shall we read together? I will make you great. Patient. I don't need BBC to interview me to make me great. Forget it. <laughs> I don't need a platform from NIA, what do you call it, LTV, CNN, you know, or from, from Sky. I fly beyond the sky. Am I talking to you? And if they make a mistake on putting me on the platform, which sometimes they have to do it, because of what is going to happen. They will hear the truth that they deny. Naked. Naked. If you have an opportunity to be put on any of those platforms, make sure that it's Jesus you show to the nation. Nation. It's Jesus. Look, God said, because you believe, He said, I will make you into a great nation. Number one, he says, I will bless you. Number two, he says, I will make your name great. You know why all these guys who are Hollywood stuff, they are seeking greatness from Lucifer. So many of them commit suicide at the end of their life. Depression every time. 
bamboozed by the devil. When God has promised you free, <laughs> great name, great name. I just came from, uh, from uh, Bumosho now. You think that the people who saw me in Bumosho did not know that I'm a great man? Uh-uh. You follow me there, you will know. <laughs> hey. Your name will be a name to be reckoned with by the kingdom of Satan. As a child of God. It's not the people we know on earth. You know, no, 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 no. God will make our name great. And let me say this to you by virtue of heart. That I want to say that a good number of you who grew up in this church as youth, that we saw you in primary school, secondary school, now university, now professionals, look at how great God is, is, is orchestrating your steps. We have children here who, who from primary, you know, they are, they are graduated, they are professionals. Some of them are going to the, to the, to the uh, um, judiciary to rule over the judicial system. Some of them are going to politics into the, into the, into the uh, parliament. If Rikishuna could be prime minister in England, I made a promise and a vow to God. I will not die before a member of this church, black, will rule this country. And we're on the way. The one who will, I told him at the age of 13. And we're on the way. I've seen some of you graduate and in your industry, you are not directors. I've seen some of you graduate, you have been programmed in your industry to become chief executives. I've seen people rose from poverty into riches in this church. I see people who have had companies started from zero and they now have, they are employers of many. I've seen people who started with little, they are millions. Look, let me tell you this. In this house, I'm talking to you. In this house, I'm coming to you, talking to you. We didn't leave this house. We didn't know man. We didn't have connection before the White House invited us. We're in White House. We didn't know anybody before the president of Cote d'Ivoire, you know, uh, uh, asked us to come. The president of Cameroon paid our fares. But people go to join the devil because they're looking for fame. Don't you see that that is brainwash? When God of Abraham said, I will make your name great. Why are you going to man? Why are you selling your, your destiny? Just believe and just follow him. Believe and follow him. You see? He says, I will bless you and make your name great. The last verse says, 2, verse 3. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. Let me stop there. That's the reason why in CFT, you have never seen us raise a prayer to break curses. It's stupid. Which curses to be break? God said, whoever curses you, he will curse. If, if you have curse over you, and they are breaking it over your head, it's because you are not born again. Full stop. Full stop. Period. We are beyond all that. The business of God, he will deliver. Because I started telling you that God's oath is irrevocable in law. It's irrevocable. And God said, whoever curses you, I will curse. So I don't care who curses me. That's why I went to tell them in all this voodoo place that curse me now. The people who curse others, they said to some people to be mad, they mad. They used their ring to hit a, 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 a goat, no, a, a, a ram, you know, which is tough. And the breast of the ram grew instantly. 
towards her leg. And that breast expanded and grew. And that ram could not work anymore because of the weight of the breast, small breast that just grew. With that ring, I shook their hands and nothing happened. Then the ring spoiled. The power disappeared. The man who carried tortoise, who had boasted to all his people that if I see apostle, once I look at him, he went to inseminate his eyes. Once I look at him, he would dry up. When he saw me, he looked at me, I looked at him, I shook his hand with all the rusted rings. Pulled him to myself and hugged him with his tortoise. The tortoise and the ring, everything died. <laughs> Hallelujah. All the people who were following him, who believed in him. When I finished drawing him to myself and hugged him, I went for them. They were all running back, running back. That is the God you serve, I'm telling you about. <laughs> The Bible says, whoever curses you. I said to them in Ijebu, curse me now. They said, Ijebu people curse people. Curse me. You are these people who curse them. Curse, curse anybody here. They were all shaking. They were all shaking. You know why? I believe in Jesus. Yeah. I believe in Jesus. And the word God says, that is it. I told them I'm coming back to Nigeria. All those nonsense teaching that enslave human beings. I'm going to overthrow everything. Telling people that they are cursed when they are blessed. The Bible says, God bless you. When God bless you, who can curse you? Once you eat their mouths. And they make people believe those lies. People who should be advancing the country, they are looking for a deliverance somewhere. That does not exist. When Jesus says, if the Son make you free, you are free indeed. The house of God is not for deliverance. It's a place to teach people the word of the living God. So that they will have faith in Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And not be victims in the hands of all these profiteers along this, the, the, the universe. Come on now. Your portion is blessing. You didn't get what I say. <laughs> Whoever blesses you shall be what? I can't hear you. Whoever blesses you shall be what? And whoever is so stupid and he curses you shall be what? This is the inheritance of those who love him. And their vindication from him says the Lord. You are blessed. No man can revoke it because it's God who blessed you. So, believe. 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 It shall be well with you. Let's stand up together. Let me speak over your life. The word that I speak shall bring you to destiny. The word that I speak will bring you to victory. Your victory has been determined before your battle begins. The hand of the one who made the heaven and the earth is upon you. As you have accepted to follow Jesus, Satan, I rebuke over your life. Every demon of hell that manipulates human soul, out in the name of Jesus Christ. Everyone under my voice right now, those of you who are watching me all over, the Bible says, Jesus poured principalities and powers. He made a public show of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Anyone bound, be loose in the name of Jesus Christ. Anyone that is bound by Satan, be loose in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It was for freedom that Christ has set us free, no longer to be subject to yoke of slavery. I command every soul to be free. I command every soul to be free. I command bodies to be free. Father, send your fire, Lord. 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 Send your fire. 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 Send your f
Jesus of Nazareth. You belong to God, not to the devil. All the promises of God is for you. Jesus died and paid by his blood that you may be blessed of God. And so I declare you blessed of God in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Operate in the power of the Most High. Everything that holds you bound, lose out in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says the whole creation is waiting with eager expectation for the sons of God to manifest. You will manifest. I say you will manifest. I say you will manifest. The glory of God goes with you to your houses. Any hidden agenda of Satan in your family are destroyed. Any hidden agenda of Satan over your family are destroyed. As you carry fire, you will ignite the whole of your house. Your children shall be ignited with fire. Your husband or wife shall be ignited with fire. Anyone that associates with you in the body shall be exalted with a gulf with the fire of the Most High God. I plead the blood of Jesus over you. I plead the blood of Jesus over your property. I plead the blood of Jesus over your family. I plead the blood of Jesus over your businesses. The blood of Jesus. It is written, the Almighty has sworn, surely as I plan it shall be, as I purpose it will stand. We are going to the end of first half of the year. June is the, the, the end of the half of the year. Everything you presented before God from January, I call them to manifestation in these few days. Everything you are waiting for and hoping God for, and you are looking out to Jesus for provision, receive them in the name of Jesus Christ. If your ways have been wayward, you receive forgiveness. Restore back in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Woe to the friends who deceive you. Woe to the powers that deceive you. You are set free from their bondage. You are set free from their bondage. You are set free from their bondage. Thank you, Father. Every day remaining in this June shall be signs and wonders for you. You understand, believe God and you shall be established. Believe in his prophet, you will prosper. I say, every, 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 every day remaining in the month of June 2023 shall be days of signs and wonders. It will be days of restoration for you. You will laugh instead of sorrow. You will rejoice instead of sadness. The most holy one. He shall lift up his countenance upon you. He shall be favorable unto you. You will carry the unction of God. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As this is the month of signs and wonders. So shall your mouth be filled with wonders. Yes Lord. Thank you, thank you. Sing. God bless you and keep you. Make His face shine upon be gracious to you. The Lord Not somebody I say God bless you.
after me, I'm blessed of the Lord. No man can curse me. God turned curses to blessing. Because the Lord loves me. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven that lives forever and ever. Somebody shout to the Lord, make a loud noise to the Lord, shout hallelujah to his holy name, the lion of the tribe of Judah, he has overcome, he has restored fortune, he has healed your bodies, lift up your voice and worship and glorify him, he is, he is the only true God, he lives forever and ever, hallelujah Lord Jesus, thank you Jesus, blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Mama, will you come, please? The church wants to greet us. Don't you want to greet us back home? You know, we have just come back from a raid together. Tactic champion. At Ugbomosho, joining the King, His Royal Highness, of our Sunday, um, Onkwetu, of Onkwetu, of our Sunday, Oyedirong. Um, you know, some people went with us. Let me see, how many of them are here? Wave your hands, those of you who went. Some are still there. Doctor is here, and uh, Dickness is here. No, no, just, I just want them to see them. They will tell you the story, how we overcame. I looked at their eyes when we went into the evil forest, the forest where when people go in the, in the past, evil spirit will appear physically and, and they will whip them out of the, the, the forest. They beat them out. You know, this, are, this is a dwelling place of Satan. It was. But, you know, that king... On the first year of his throne, he entered that forest with prayer warriors and the demons ran away and they built a foundation of church in that place. Now people are going to the same forest, no demon there. They had night vigil with demons and demons cannot wait for night vigil. When fire came, they saw the demons running like this, running physically, not in the dream. Am I telling you this? So, don't you say that it's Africa? I will tell you next week about our mission to America, a place called Casadega, which is dedicated to Lucifer and mystics for 100 years and 10 before we went there. The rest is story. And I've told you about London, UK, our mission to Worthing, our mission to Devonshire and Cornwall build. Satan is the same Satan everywhere, and Jesus is the same Jesus all over the place. He's Lord. By the power that lives in you as a, as a child of God, you fear nothing. Everything fear you, and you must fear nothing. You don't need an anointing to do that. You only need to what? Believe. Believe. Believe.
Because Abraham was counted righteous because of his belief. So remember, believe in the Lord and you shall be established. Second Chronicles 2020. Believe in his prophet, you will prosper. What God does through me, he can do through a baby in this church. If I took one of those children to that place, demons will run. Are you with me now? And you must know this, that you are covered by the blood of the Lamb. God is going to use you guys for the end time great revival. You must believe in the Lord. With the, you don't do anything, and I don't do anything. But it is the Lord in us. And if Lord is in you, He'll do everything. And that's so simple and straightforward. God bless you and thank you for coming. Please be seated. Be seated, beloved wife. <laughs> now, can I just say, I want to welcome those who are watching with us for the first time. If you are coming into this church for the first time, could you wave your hands up? Let me welcome you. Or if you came here for the first time, uh, please stand up. If you came here for the first time last Sunday, please. You are very, very welcome. The ushers have a pack they'll give you. We want you to fill the form in the pack and drop it with us. And thank you so much for making it today. You can be seated, please. The rest of the brochure is for your enjoyment. Can I just say to us one announcement? This Tuesday is what? JTA. And we're going to continue on the seven weapons God fight with. Don't forget, that's what we, we, we're looking at. Seven weapons God fight with. And those weapons are available to all Christians. JTA is a praying organization, a, a, a group we train in warfare, you know, to, to pray very effectively. It's open to every member or those of you who are not members of Christ Faith Tabernacle Church and you are on the, on the, watching me on the, on the social media or television. If you want to come in for such meeting, you are free. And then you'll be trained, you'll be equipped, and you can go back to your churches and, and, you know, in the area where you are, and also devastate the enemy. Our mission is to depopulate hell, to populate the kingdom of God. And we will achieve that together. So we will be discussing this Tuesday on the seven weapons that God fights with. The Lord bless you and see you tonight. Pastor, who is taking over? They can tell me, let's welcome they can tell me to take our offering today. They can tell me. Um, can we just say welcome to dad and mom again? You look wonderful, by the way. If you're wearing green, you got the memory. Welcome back, dad and mom. We love you dearly. Sorry? Oh, Nigerian green, white green. That, there you go. Everyone wearing green. Um, and, and can I just say this um, very quickly? So I watched um, some of the crusades, and um, I was extremely proud, honestly. There was, um, there was a crusade in the UK two or three weeks ago, and you had lots of young people rush themselves over there. My wife and I tuned in to listen, and they lack so much substance. It's unbelievable. And... Um, 
um, watching Apostle Minister in, in his mother tongue, I was just shocked. Um, I, was, I was amazed. He joined UK. I think he came to UK in his 20s by my calculation. And just listening to him and hearing the words that were coming out, these are people's lives being transformed. Um, from idol worshipping, from people who do not know God, into actually understanding and getting to the kingdom of light. So it's just wonderful. And um, we're really proud of you. We pray. What you've asked us to pray for you all the time, that what God revealed to you in 1984, we would see it come to pass in Jesus' name. And um, can I just say this very quickly? I'm, I'm really sorry, Sam. I'm Pastor me as well. This wasn't part of the plan, by the way. Um, but I need to say it, because it's really important. So... Um, because we need, my mom used to tell me something in Europe about that. Oh, when you can If you don't know what that means, it means money is the will of gospel. And I had a thought in my head while our apostle was there, and I thought, imagine all of these people when we finish that crusade, someone is actually blessing them giving them something, getting them into jobs, setting them up for success. That's what we've got to do. Um, and I, I joined CFT as a teenager. I'm now 38, by the way, so you can do the calculation. And when I joined, um, I was a mechanic. I was a vehicle mechanic, guaranteed, as in full-blown vehicle mechanic. Um, but through the teachings of this house, by step by step, not just me alone, and there are many people as well, so many of us, we've been able to develop ourselves um, in greater ways. Why am I saying this? We've all got work to do. So if you're struggling financially, God is going to open the floodgates of heaven over you, guaranteed. But you've got to take action. Um, I'll stop there. That's enough. <laughs> take action. Take action is what I'm trying to say to you. Um, there's so much blessing coming your way. Um, take action and God is going to lead you don't follow those who um, there's so much madness going on in the world today Um, let me say very quickly if you're a Christian and you use he, she, her, him at the back of your emails or you see things that are just absolutely mad and does not make sense on LinkedIn and you like it you're part of those adding to the problem you've got to let people know what you stand for let people know what you stand for. It's really, really important. And if you're looking for an opportunity, let me say this very quickly. Knock on any company's door. That's what I do. And tell them I've got a job. Yeah, I also told us of a testimony of someone in Wickford. Um, he said, go to the bank manager and tell them that God said you have money here for me. And lo and behold, it came through. You can go and watch and listen to that testimony. But knock on any door and it will be opened for you. Genesis chapter 4. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions, from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering. The Lord will look on you and he would favor you in Jesus' name. So it's time for our tithes and our offering. Um, please, if you're given, use the church um, account details, which should be on the screen in a minute. Um, and um, if you give by envelopes, please, um, the ushers, if you need an envelope, sorry, the ushers would give you an envelope um, so that you can have your giving. Obviously, put in an envelope and then on your way out, there is um, something. It's gold in color. I forgot what it's called. What's it called, Mom? Oh, Ark of Covenant. There you go. 
Um, there's something outside there where you can anak, where you could drop it into, um, and the Lord will bless you as you do that. Um, that's the account details um, for you to give um, your offerings and your tithes, and the Lord will bless you, and the Lord will look on your fa- on your offering with favor, and the Lord will have delight in you in Jesus' name. Shall we rise? In Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for we can bring our tithes and our offering into your presence. For it's out of that which you have given unto us, we can bring to you to show our appreciation for the many things that you do for us. But also that we might be able to reach out to the ends of the earth, that many might be blessed even through our giving. And so, Father, we ask that you look on us with favor. And you bless us even in Jesus' name. We pray and we speak prophetically that there will be no needy person in this house in the name of Jesus. I stand upon the unction um, of this altar, not me speaking as Timmy, but I speak as a son of the apostle. And I decree in the name of Jesus that the Lord will open the floodgates of heaven over you in Jesus' name. As you go out, as you go out and you step out by faith and you knock on those doors, doors would be open to you in the name of Jesus. Doors would never ever be shut against you. In Jesus' name we had prayed. Amen.
Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the God of heaven. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we exalt and praise and magnify your holy name. This is the only offering that has been brought by your holy people. Lord, let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Shall we be seated, please? Thank you. God bless you. Hallelujah. I'm sure we have all been mightily blessed today. Yes? Yes. We are close to bringing this meeting to an end, but we have a few announcements uh, I'd like you to listen to today. A quick reminder that our home group study today takes place at 7 p.m. in our homes. We'll focus on a reflection of the book of Acts from verses 7 to 10. Acts 7 to 10 is what we're reflecting on. We should ask ourselves, what have I learned from the testimony of Dickens Stephen and the call of Apostle Paul? As I always say, let the young ones also contribute and participate because they may bring a different dimension in terms of their own understanding. Our prayers and communion tonight will commence at 8 p.m. online. And that's on Zoom, free conference call, and YouTube. Be sure to join. Every day of the week, we will also continue at 8 p.m. on our, uh, the same channels. But on Wednesday, we will have our Bible study at 7 p.m. with Reverend Omar. I'd like to remind the men that on Thursday this week at 7 p.m., you will have the Light of the World monthly meeting. And this month you will be studying King Solomon. Please know that this is streamed on Zoom only. So all men in this house, if you're a man in this house, you're required to join on Zoom. And the Lord bless you. I would like to remind us also that the Prophetic Voice Minister's Retreat takes place next month, July, in Birmingham. Now, many of you have registered. Uh, it's come to my notice that a few people have not paid the final uh, sums due. Please ensure that this is done this week. After this week, we won't be able to confirm you as someone who's attending if we haven't received that. And if there are any issues, please contact Elder Charles in the office. Um, and we'll have a discussion about how to handle things. The final announcement is around the big convention taking place in this month of June, this month, where I believe there is a video somewhere that will announce to us exactly what it is that's happening in this month of June. We have a video. Do some... Okay. whilst the video is sorting itself out. This month is the month of the convention of only the choir knows. Are there men in the house today? Are there men in the house today? This is the convention of the men in Christ Christ's tabernacle called the light of the world. So this month your convention takes place 
between the 19th of June and the 25th of June. All men in this house, you are the hosts. But all women are also invited and all children. You know when we have convention in this house, it isn't only about the women or the men or the youths. It's for all of us. But those whose convention it is are the ones who are hosting. So the men are hosting us and we will all be here. And God will bless us all. So, we have daily activities that will start at 7 p.m. for this convention. I'm sure this will tell us a few things. But some of the highlights are that there will be a medical seminar. That medical seminar will be holding on Wednesday the 21st of June. Wednesday the 21st of June. And it will be holding at our church in Bethesda building, New Cross, at 7 p.m. So you've got that one on the screen. Please make sure you attend. You know, one of the things with the seminars that we hold in this house, we have professionals in those areas, experts in those areas, who usually come and talk to us. So we're not going now for consultation where we have to pay or where we have to queue to see a doctor. So I'd like to encourage you to please take advantage of this and make sure that you are a part of it. Now, we also have, during the week, on uh, Friday, the 23rd, we will have a session on empowering decision-making through machine learning. And at the same time, we have another seminar that talks about building a personal business brand. This will be taking place on Friday, the 23rd, here at the cathedral. So make sure you don't miss that. I'm sure that uh, everyone wants to link in with the technology of today. And on Saturday, the 24th of June at 11 a.m., we will have the Family Fun Day. Family Fun Day, remember I told you, Apostle is the goalkeeper for the women. He will be there also, and the women always win the football match. But there are lots of activities for children, for adults, um, and for families as a whole. So it's an opportunity for us all to interact with each other in a social manner. And you have an opportunity also always to interact with Reverend Omar and Apostle um, in a way you probably don't have an opportunity to do when we're here on Sunday. So please take advantage of it and don't deprive your children. So make sure you bring uh, the whole family out. It's a lovely family outing day. Always enjoyable. Uh, if Pastor Shegun were here, he'd be telling us about, is it corn and plantains? And, you know, he has a way of explaining it which obviously I don't have. But I can assure you that there's always more than enough enjoyable um, food and nibbles for you on that day. So don't miss it. A reminder to the men that your annual dues um, should not be forgotten, as well as your Thanksgiving offering. And I believe that there has been information circulated to all men, so you should know what that is. I believe there's also information that's been circulated to you about your Thanksgiving attire. If you don't know or you haven't received it, please contact the church office. Is there a men's uh, email address that they can use? Otherwise, contact Elder Charles in the church office. He has all of the information you could ever need. So I'm going to ask that you play the video now, if it's okay. Is it okay to play? Okay, well, uh, on that note, I will ask the, the head of the 
light of the world, who is the head of all of the men in the church, and all of us in the church really, our Father, Apostle T.B. Williams, to come and conclude. Amen. I'm the chairman. Shall we rise upon our feet, please? This is the song the men will sing every day in their convention. I am the head.
during this convention and everyone who join us in this glorious convention. Shall we just read together the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is thy kingdom, thy power, and thy glory, forever and ever. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help this week from his sanctuary. And grant you support from his Zion. May God remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offering. May the Lord give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will shout for joy when we are victorious and we shall be victorious in every battle. And we will lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he open a book of remembrance concerning you this week. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and Jacob at Bethel, may he reveal himself to you this week, turning your dreams into visions. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Shall we lift up our right hand together as we share the grace in Hebrew? Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do His will, working in us that which is well-pleasing His sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. And then Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen. Shall we? The fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now. And surely to yourself, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. There shall be shouts of blessing that will fall in your house.
are going to our confession. God bless you all. Please be seated and the ushers will see you out uh, row by row. Can the PA system...